Welcome to episode 25 of the Ask Achieve show, where we answer all of your burning questions on all things health, fitness, and business. We're your hosts, Lauren and Jason Pack, and we're on a mission to bring inclusivity and positive vibes to the fitness space. Today, we'll be discussing working around an injury, how to develop lean muscle mass, and our thoughts on a push-pull lower body program. We hope you're excited. Let's get into the show. All right, what's up, Achievers? Episode 25. I'm still sick. Lauren is still very sick. Wah, wah. <laughs> I think you actually even sicker than Monday. Yeah, but. but I'm hoping that I have that whole, like, Phoebe thing going from Friends. Do you remember that episode? No, I don't watch Friends. Oh, Jason. <laughs> Most of our listeners probably watched Friends because, like, everyone watched Friends. And Phoebe is a, like, really bad singer. Like, mm-hmm. she, she's a musician, but she's, like, usually pretty bad. Yeah. But she gets a cold. And she, her voice gets like really cool and when she sings. So I'm feeling like that's it's probably like raspy. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I feel like that's the vibe I'm going yeah, it's for. It's kind of like you know Michael Jordan had one of his best games when he had the flu during, during the playoffs. Yeah. So this might know? be my best podcast. Yeah, ever. it could be your you know your yeah. This could be all time. So yeah. I'm excited to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's get started with question number one. This question came from Paula De La Torre. Uh, she asked, what do I do when I'm injured in order to not lose progress? Great question. No. So um, I would say, you know, first of all, injuries are pretty, like, it can be a very emotionally, like, stressful thing, right? It's like, mm-hmm. you you know, you might be hitting the gym and you might be doing well. You might be very consistent and, you know, your weights are going up and your endurance is going up. And then suddenly you get some sort of tweak. Maybe you sprained your ankle somehow, or maybe you pulled your hamstring, or whatever it might be. And all of a sudden, it seems like all that progress comes to a screeching halt. And you're like, oh, well, I, I can't work out anymore, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think, um, first of all, understanding that, um, you know, regardless of what might be going on, there's still plenty that you can do. And it's much more important to focus on what you can do rather than, than what you can't do. Yeah, I think the biggest thing here is that, like, the the barrier that we hit mentally is that you can't do exactly what you were doing before. Right. And so sometimes that makes you feel like, why, why bother doing anything at all? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh, I can't deadlift anymore, and that was my favorite lift, and that's what I was really working on. So, like, I guess I just... Like, I'm just going to give up on it. Um, But instead, like, so let's say, and this is tough because we don't know exactly what the injury is, but let's say, for instance, it's a a back injury. So lower back injury um, and deadlifting was like a big part of your routine. Um, You can still keep those, that lower body, like, type of exercise in your program. It's just going to be done in different ways that don't put any pressure on the lower back. Um, we can do things like lunges, split squats, um, step ups to a box. We can do um, barbell glute bridges. You can do hamstring curls. So all things that still target those same muscle groups, but aren't putting any any shearing forces on the spine. Yeah, I mean we've had people with uh, broken legs, broken yeah. feet. Uh, you had a broken wrist at one point, mm-hmm. and pretty much all we do is just go with whatever they can do so for those for uh for our members who had like lower leg issues like a torn acl or um stress fracture in their foot where they were kind of booted up we just did upper body stuff so we did upper body like pull-ups and trx rows and bench press and shoulder press and you know there's still so many upper body variations we could do and then we still had a training effect on the non-injured leg so we would, let's say, hold on to a TRX and we would do like a single leg squat type of variation because we still wanted to maintain some sort of training effect with the lower body, uh, but obviously not to the injured side. But yeah, there, there was just plenty of things that we could focus on. Yeah, I think there's even a statistic too that if you train one side of the body, the other side automatically gets some benefit. Yeah. Isn't that true? Yeah. One, yeah. 
as you're strength training, if you work on one limb, I think they said there's like a, a 30% carryover in terms of strength that just happens to go to the other side. Yeah. Um, so, I think that was a study. Um, but yeah. So even if you're like right ACL is torn, like working, it doesn't mean you shouldn't work on your left side. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still do things on your left side and you actually will still get a little bit of a training effect in, in the right side. Um, I think the fear is like, oh, you'll be so lopsided. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I broke my hand uh, a couple years ago and I did a lot of single arm work on my left side. And actually it was kind of great because I broke my dominant hand. So I got to, <laughs> it was like I was playing catch up with my non-dominant hand. <laughs> yeah. Typing was like brutal for you. Oh right? my God. I was in a cast for two months. So yeah, typing you, was almost impossible. I remember you were in the other room and I was in the living room and you were trying to do talk to text. Yeah. This was like in the beginning of the entry. <laughs> and you're doing it for a little while and you're like, you kept, you know, sighing and humming and hawing and all of a sudden you're like, ah, like just yelled across the room because the talk to text wouldn't work. Well, I don't know what my iPhone was doing, but like it kept putting in words that I would never use. It was yeah. like, I feel like iPhones are supposed to be smart, but it was like using words that I've never said before. Or flutes I was like, instead of glutes. Well, right? that's, that's, yeah. A, that's a coach's worst. nightmare right there. So. Um, so yeah, so you can definitely, Definitely work around whatever injury you have. You just have to be patient with yourself and and not have as high expectations of um, or, or not expect yourself to be able to do the exact same routine. Um, if you're severely injured, where you aren't able to get out of the house or you're on bed rest or anything like that, um, it's a, it's also an opportunity to work on some other aspects of your health too. Um, so you can work on nutrition and have that be a focus for yourself. Um, you can work on like meditation. Um, there's other there's other aspects to your health besides physical fitness um, that are equally as important as physical fitness that you can take that opportunity to try to learn or try to incorporate more into your um, into your routine as well. So that's another route that you can go if it is if it is an injury where you actually can't get into the gym or can't do any, anything physical. Yeah, totally. Cool. cool. All right. Question number two. This comes from Hussein and Bazi. Uh, they asked... Wait, is this the, the second question? This is, yep, this is good. Okay. Uh, they asked... Hello, first of all, I'm a big liker of your page. It is so informative and beneficial. Thank you. Second, please, we know, we need to know more about push-pull legs, PPL routine. Is it effective for bulking season, and is it for cutting season? For me, for example, since I'm in a bulking season, I put a PPL program as following. Three exercises for each muscle group in the pushing and pulling routine. Please provide us with information about this routine. Is it good for bulking or not, and how to design a push-pull legs program? Thank you, and have a nice day. Okay, so um, we're going we're gonna to guess a little bit here with a lot of um, what Hussein is saying here. Uh, but first of all, I want to talk about um, the whole concept of bulking versus cutting. Um, bulking and cutting really came about from bodybuilders. Um, they, have a, they have a very extreme schedule where they are in, in season is their like competition season where they're on stage and they have to look their most like shredded i guess and then they also have an off season where they try to get as big as possible um in order for them in the actual season to cut down and slim down as much as possible and they go through these very um large extremes because they've realized that they can pack on a lot of muscle and also burn a lot of fat um during the in-season process um and look their best on stage right um however i you know i think people have now adapted that to um, their lifestyles now. And I think for most people, it becomes very draining to constantly think about whether or not you are in a bulking cycle or in a cutting cycle. 
um, what we would rather prescribe uh, to our members and to anyone uh, that we talk to, we try to recommend just just eating the right things consistently and strength training three to four times a week if possible um, and just doing that regularly. Yeah. And if they want to put on a little bit more mass, you can just increase your caloric intake a little bit and over time that'll start to add up. Um, or if you're looking to uh, lose a little bit of weight or body fat, then you can cut down on your caloric intake a little bit as well. Um, but having these extreme swings where during your bulk you have tons of calories and then during your cutting season you really restrict and you dehydrate yourself becomes very overwhelming. Yeah, right? yeah, and pretty extreme. So we get it if you're definitely going on stage and competing and getting yeah. paid. Um, I think John Brady from Precision Nutrition asks that question a lot. He's like, are you getting paid for your physique? If yeah. not, think about the extremes that you're going to and if they're really worth it. Yeah. Um, so if you're a professional athlete or you're a bodybuilder, those kind of things, like maybe some extremes are necessary. But if you're an everyday person trying to be your healthiest version of yourself, some of those extremes may not be necessary. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've, since I've started lifting, I, I think I started when I was in like 16 and I was about 175 pounds and without necessarily going on any sort of bulking phase, I'm now at 210 over the last, you know, 13 years or so. And I guess I could have potentially accelerated the process by going on these huge bulks and cuts, but it just would not have led to a healthy lifestyle and a very healthy um, relationship with working out. So I think it's a it's a much better to always take the long term into consideration. Yeah. Um, okay. So going back to the question, we have um, he's talking about a push pull legs routine, and I think what he's referring to during the push days, he's doing like shoulders, chests, and tries, and his pull days he's doing back and buys, and then he's got a separate day for legs. And so what we recommend if you are bulking. Um, we'd recommend doing more of a, if possible, a four-day split where you're doing upper and lower, alternating between upper and lower. Uh, if you're doing a push-pull legs, you're favoring your upper body uh, to lower body on a two-to-one ratio. And then not only that, we think that you, you're not getting enough volume and stimulus because you're only working one pattern at a time. If you're doing upper-lower, then two days a week you're doing upper body. And you're also getting two days a week of um, pushing and pulling patterns. And then you also, if you're doing a two, two lower body sessions a week, you're also getting two days worth of legs. So you're getting uh, a better overall volume stimulus um, for your bulking, I guess. Um, as far as cutting goes, we'd rec- actually probably recommend more of a just a three-day three, three day a week strength training uh, total body workout, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to give you much more metabolic effect. Plus, because you are going to be cutting, you're going to be a little bit... Um, lower energy so you might not be able to recover quickly enough to get that fourth day in so for anyone cutting we try to go three to uh, three days a week of total body yeah that's exactly what i would recommend cool cool um yeah so hopefully that makes sense so the upper body days both upper body days both include exercises that are in a push and pull mm-hmm. motion so it's yeah. not like you have one push day and one pull day um because they'll be separated out like it'll be Maybe your upper body day on Monday, lower body day Tuesday, day off on Wednesday, upper body day Thursday, lower body day Friday. They all have at least two days in between um, the upper body days and the lower body days. So you'll have some time to recover. So you can work those same muscle groups twice. Um, that gives you, like Jason said, more more of an opportunity to actually stimulate growth in those areas by doing them twice yeah. in a week. And what, what, what we would usually recommend is, let's say on Monday, 
you prioritize, let's say, a horizontal push and pull. Um, So like a bench press and a bent over row. Maybe on Thursday, when you hit your upper body again, you can do, you can prioritize uh, more of a vertical push and pull. So like a barbell military press, um, some sort of shoulder press combined with a pull-up motion. So you can sort of um, stagger them that way. And then for your lower body days, the two big lifts you're going to probably be hitting are squats and deadlifts. So maybe you squat on Tuesday and you deadlift on Friday. Um, that's how you can kind of uh, make sure that you're keeping a, um, a balanced program. Yeah. And those lower body days, everybody loves to skip leg day. <laughs> <laughs> but they are super important, especially, I would say, especially in the bulking phase. Um, if you're trying to put on mass, those lower body days, because they're not just lower body. Pretty much any like big compound lower body movement is actually using your whole body. Um, so it's it's stimulating growth everywhere. Um, deadlifts are actually going to help your upper back grow as well, your arms, your forearms. Um, so there's a lot more going on than just thinking about it as legs if you're doing those big compound movements. Um, so don't neglect them because they're actually going to contribute a lot to your overall physique. Don't skip leg don't day. Don't skip leg day. <laughs> Stop doing it. <laughs> and if you can, do it twice because yeah. it's great. All right. Awesome. Shall we move on? Yes. Quick. Okay. Wow. I think I just quacked. Quack. Quack. All right. Well, this sickness is getting to me. Okay. Last question is from Chava underscore RL. And they asked, hi, I listened to your last podcast and I liked it very, I liked it. Very interesting. (laughs) It would be great if you could talk about mass definition next time or maybe make a short video. I've lost some weight eating healthy and I think it's now time to get definition. All right. So... It seems like most likely this person um, probably was early on in their weightlifting or, or fitness journey, rather, um, and they uh, adjusted their diet or their workout regimen so that they uh, leaned out a little bit. And now they're looking to add on a little bit of lean muscle mass or maybe a lot of lean muscle mass. Who knows? Um, but basically, what I would say in this situation is to follow a, a generalized um, strength training uh, program, um, I would probably recommend like a starting strength or a uh, a Bill Star five by five um, that sort of approach or a Strong List five by five. Those are all three popular programs that are kind of like not quite beginner, uh, but not qu- not quite full intermediate yet either. They're just getting you used to squatting, bench pressing, deadlifting, all the big compound movements. And they show you how to systematically um, and linearly progress with weights um, with those big compound movements. Um, I think a lot of people make the mistake of trying to put on lean muscle mass by doing like back and buys and doing chest and tries. And it's just doing these bodybuilder type of workouts. They just aren't enough stimulus, especially in the beginning, to really um, elicit a adaptation for you to pack on muscle. Um, but these powerlifting regimens that actually encourage you to continue to push the weights, continue to push these heavy compound movements, um, would really do you, um, do you well. Yeah. And I would say, so you start with that and do that for maybe a year or two, honestly, like Mm -hmm. have that be the main thing. And then something that you're kind of doing right now is putting together a combination of continuing to do those main lifts to keep size on, um, but also adding in some more bodybuilding type exercises as your accessory exercises. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, What people will find once they hit this sort of intermediate to advanced stage is that they can't just constantly do compound movements. So I was getting to a point where I was doing, um, you know, a lot of heavy compound movements um, for the majority of my sessions. 
And if I did it four days a week, I just wasn't getting enough of a recovery um, benefit for me to then push hard again the next day. So I'd eventually feel fried after a couple of weeks and it would just be like, okay, I'll take a few days off and then try to repeat the cycle again. What I realized was that I could hit it, you know, hard and heavy early on in the program. And then later on during that same session, dial it back with more higher volume, lower intensity work. So let's say, let's say, for example, an upper body day, I might start with a heavy bench press and a heavy pull up. And then I would ease up a little bit and do things like push ups and cable rows and, um, you know, my cable crossovers that I've been <laughs> enjoying lately. Um, things that I can do to stimulate some more muscle growth. Um, but also not taxing me too much so that I could get in the next day and get my training session in. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That was a pretty quick, That's quick pretty, episode. Yeah. Quick and to the point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did want to announce, we just announced this yesterday that we are um, putting together a, it's called a spring kickstart challenge. And this is an in-house challenge that we're doing at Achieve. It starts April 2nd. It's 28 days. And basically what happens is you get to come in, experience Achieve. You get four coaching sessions with a coach. You get a program written out for you. And then you also get a um, you get a challenge handbook that we give out, as well as daily emails sent to you, and also an accountability chart. And the program is not a extreme fat loss or weight loss challenge. It's all about trying to build habits and trying to build consistency and really opening your eyes to not just strength training or not just nutrition, but also how hydration, how recovery and sleep and meditation and gratitude and all these sorts of things play into having just an all around um, holistic, healthy lifestyle and how that can translate into you know long term sustainability um, for your fitness journey. So um, we are launching that uh, April 2nd. It's going to be ninety nine dollars. Um, where can they reach out to us for that? They can send us a DM on Instagram if they'd like, since that's where a lot of our listeners are. Yeah. So you can send us a DM on inst- Instagram if you want more information, or you can go to our website where we will have it in the online store. Perfect. Cool. Um, so yeah, if you if you live in the area and, you, and you've been meaning to check out Achieve, this is probably your perfect opportunity to do so. Um, yeah, it's going to be a really exciting challenge. It's going to uh, be so much fun. Yeah, all of our coaches will be involved, so it'll be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that about wraps up for today's episode. If you guys could send in more questions at podcast at AchieveFitnessBoston.com or you can DM us at AchieveFitnessBoston on Instagram. That would be awesome. Also, if you could leave us a review on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It helps, it out, help us, wow, it helps <laughs> us out a lot. So that would be great. And that about wraps it up. So until next time, peace, love, and muscles. muscles.